Morning, Mr. Brewer. Good morning, Mr. Sheckman. How are you on this fine day? I'm well. Yourself? Uh, well, things are going very well. The hell? Un- until what? Until this thing dropped through my window. <laughs> I was wondering where they had it. No, 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 no. I'm not done. It's come through the window, and then it's literally gone through my bookcase. Like, through the bookcase, not even across the bookcase or over the bookcase, like, through it. And that would be the Jato system, I fear. And, and what do you, what the hell, what, what do you fear is the explanation for how it's now gone and kamikaze its way onto the stove? I can see this did not go quite according to plan for you. For me? What, what is, the hell is this, Mr. Shakeman? Is it Rising Sun Toast? Fifty Shades of Destruction? Tall Boys? Bigger Brother? Burnt Boy? Should I go on? No, but uh, let me do write that down. Thank you for that one. That's coming up. Well, what was it then? Okay. Um, well, it did what it wanted. You see... And on this day of podcast, Jeremy gave to you ten windows shattered, nine books are broken, eight shelves splintered, seven models ruined, six pots are flying, five magnets cracking, four blades are whipping, three circuits shorting, two crack casings, and a piece of toast for you to eat. <laughs> Holy crap, that's probably the best one ever. Toasting is on Shaka Shekman, What have you learned today? Interesting, Mr. Shekman. Mm. I know this because we have played it together many many years ago but um when you think of america and you think of <laughs> beaches in florida with uh-huh. uh, apollo rockets in the background and extreme oh. trailers and camper vans not that we were there but we wish we were um yes. when you think of america and you think of people on a beach and you think of a sport one thinks of the frisbee yes it's a very american thing mm. and it is so i thought interesting i actually wonder i wonder where the name came from because it's a yeah. odd one yes um, yeah Anyway, so we know that statues have been found in Greece and uh, clay discs have been dug up in North America. Yes. So we know that the Greeks and the uh, North American Indians played with discs, either for sport or hunting okay. or for fun or whatever it is. In 1870, uh, a guy called Russell Frisbee, uh, okay. his surname <laughs> spelled B-I-E, made, pan- made uh, pies in uh, Connecticut. And right. his tin pans were quite big and they had his name. Frisbee stamped on the bottom. <laughs> right. And that was 1870. Okay. Um, in 1940, at Yale University, of all mm. wondrous places for hooligans, um, students started to throw these tin things around and they would sort of yell, Frisbee, catch Frisbee. Okay, fine. We then move forward. 1940s, about the time where the world was, you know, having good fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, we, now, we now enter a P-47 Thunderbolt pilot who was shot down okay. and taken to a prisoner of war camp. But before the war, he'd actually started uh, a small business seeing people throwing um, these, uh, these tins around. Yeah. And he created, um, uh, on the 10th of September 1946, um, once he was out of the prisoner of war thing. So, yeah, yeah. so it, before he, he got shot down... He, um, he had little metal things stamped out and they were little aluminium cake things and he sold them in California. Um, when he got back from the war, 10th of September 1946, he created a design which he called the whirl away And he then met up with a UFO enthusiast. Oh, God. And in 1950, <laughs> they called it the Pluto Platter. And eventually the P-47 pilot left this UFO enthusiast who then changed the name to the Wham-O. And at that, that stage, it was a production thing very similar to it. 
And then he went on a trip to, to Yale and he saw this game of Frisbee with these lids. Um. And he just took the name and he swapped the I for an E. And that was the Frisbee to avoid legal things. That is how it happened. It's a very interesting story. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, they predicted in about 10 years' time there will be more Frisbee disc golf courses than actual golf courses in the USA. So Frisbee golf has become a real big thing from the 80s. And obviously, Ultimate Frisbee is a very common, yes. a very common kind of fun game. But anyway, there you go. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I'm actually, in some ways, I'm more interested about the, the fact that Native Americans were using it as well as the Greeks, uh, sort of a, um, what do they call it? Opposite a, ends, a bit like the jet engine, you know, two sort of simultaneous yeah. designs about the same sort of time. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it's, it's unclear whether the, um, I mean, the discs were found, but it's not clear... They weren't clearly not for cooking because they weren't curved and they weren't flat. I mean, so it could have been that it was a kind of a hot rock frying mm, pan enough, yeah. thing. But um, they were found with uh, dolls and things. So they figure out it was, uh, you know, kids, kids oh, things. Okay, right. um, but they were definitely manufactured as opposed to, you know, neatly cut disc of wood or something um, oh, natural. Uh, my initial thought would have been a suspicion of uh, as a hunting tool, sort of Aborigine style um, boomerang use it and yeah. then then i mean then i'm starting to think about you throwing discs to cut your lawn yes <laughs> i mean everyone has got a frisbee stuck in in a hedge or a, yeah. a thing so um I, I see where you're going with this and also if you think <laughs> of some of the blade trimmers they kind of use something that looks like uh, frisbees as rotating in fact a lawnmower uses the idea uh, fundamentally of of a frisbee thing um should we try and, and get something about how to accurately cut uh, something in your in your garden? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. So, I mean, we have talked about autonomous robots to, to clean. Well, I think it was watering our garden, actually. Watering our garden was the... the yeah, the yeah, we eventually going the, the garden and, and bringing the beach to our garden. But our garden is now grown. And we, yes, we, it has. We need to trim it down. Um, what are the problems in your garden, Mr. Sheck? It's too small to necessitate me getting a whole lawnmower. <clears throat> so, I don't actually need a full lawnmower. But when I need something quick, I can just step out, sink, and it's... Yes, it's, yeah. well, you should have gone to the high school I went to use a, a grade eight who's done something bad with a pair of scissors to cut the rugby field. <laughs> May have even been there and done that a few times myself. <laughs> but Call I, it that work. <laughs> yeah, design it. Does it not work? Cool. Trim again. Keep going. Let's see what happens. Um, I mean, of course, at some point, the grass is going to become destroyed. But... But it's, I mean, at some point in, in, in any garden, you end up yeah. with, uh, with, with trees, uh, tall objects, etc. Um, who, who, who trims uh, trees normally? The ones that get out of hand. Because they're quite dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but, well, I mean, we could get a lumberjack and get rid of the tree. A lumberjack? <laughs> yes. Let me sing the lumberjack song. That will be the next, uh, next podcast. Um, okay, yeah. So, I mean, uh, people, let's say, train in the art of, uh, of chopping down trees. Uh, I think over here they're called tree fellers. Um, okay, so get rid of the suede. Get rid but, of the suede, the checkered uh, shirt. I see you even wearing one today, but you yes. need the strap over dungarees, what you're missing, <laughs> Mr. Shea. You can time. keep your toast in the little pocket, <laughs> pocket over there. Um, what, what do lumberjacks have? Actually, I'm, I'm just thinking that, but I mean, I've recently had to get, I had some hedges at home that had to get trimmed. There, there's no problem there, but there's something that a lumberjack have that both you and I also have that I find a bit stunning of an Stunning good looks. <laughs> We're not trimming our stunning good looks. <laughs> That's plastic surgery. Um, oh, you mean the beards? The beards, <clears throat> indeed. Now, 
So, certainly during lockdown, <laughs> when when I mean, you, you could just let it grow and go be, uh, dwarf style, plate it and put it under your belt. Yeah, sort of it's thing. definitely looked like um, something that could have been an extra in a Hobbit movie. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point, you do need to go outside, and we don't want to scare the children. So uh, you do need to to keep it trimmed. Yes, but uh, there is a. I mean, I'll, why I'll, is it difficult to do? I I think a number of points, largely because the the beard hairs don't kind of just stay. You can't just comb it like you comb your hair. No. Um, they are somewhat... You, you can trim it. It's somewhat, it's somewhat spongy. If exactly. You, if you push it down, it kind of springs back because they, they tend to be yeah, they're quite springy. And, you know? and then you, you can cut it, you can trim it all there, and then suddenly you look in the mirror and funk, there's that one little hair. Just That's right. What about the visibility? Well, <laughs> it's actually quite hard to see <laughs> angles and things because you, 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 can't, you can't pull your eye out to see what's happening. So you... I'm sure, I'm sure you, like me, have, have come up with a way to use mirrors. I and have, then you need yes. to get lighting in the, in the correct yep. place to be able to see what the hell you're doing. Um, and then there's the coordination aspect of it. Specifically, and I think maybe it's the sort of area where problems start to come up. You, you, there are techniques where you, it's how you guide the trimmer down or scissors or however you're potentially using it, how you trim it down so you get the right angles and things. Because first of all, mm. you're supposed to sort of like keep your head in the same position that you're going to sort of like it look, it, exactly, you can't yeah. sort of you know <laughs> put it how you like you were a greek statue holding a discus at the first olympic games type thing um so there, there's the problem of of keeping your face in the correct position and you you know you've got you know, your mouth open close however you want to sort yeah. of style it um and then there's the fact that you you can't easily see what's what's happening um i, I think the, the bigger problem for me is symmetry Yes, the, the, especially around the cheeks, trying to trim that sort of area consistently. And I think it comes down to consistently. I don't think I've ever trimmed my beard the same way twice. No, no, definitely not. And you realize, well, one time might go easier. Because then there's a <laughs> thing of you, you do it and it looks symmetric, let's say using the mirror setup, which is you looking at yourself backwards. Yeah. Or actually correct way around. Then you take those away and you look in the normal mirror, which is you seeing yourself backwards yeah and now all of a sudden you notice uh, this sideburn sticks out a little bit more than that yeah. one then you go back and you get the mirror set up all done and all of a sudden now it's quite <laughs> hectic because right is left and left is right again um, and then what happens is invariably the side which you did want to trim then ends up being slightly shorter than the other side and you, yeah eventually you give up after enough times you think <laughs> you know particularly with the with the cheeks and the sideburn things it's a case of well, actually, no other human being can see both sides of my face at the same time. So actually, it yes. doesn't really... As long as I'm roughly happy yeah, it with is, it, it's, it's not right. too bad. Plus, people are not really symmetrical anyway. No, no, um, they're not. But let's say we wanted to do that, a reliable way. symmetrical... Or just the, the perfectly trimmed beard, and let's assume part of that is symmetry. Yes, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, most of us have, have gone and, and let's say... You know, bought one of those like beard combs where it's got the the, the shape on it, which you're supposed to put under your your neck yes. and give you the perfect neckline. Yeah. I don't know who invented that curve. When I put it on me, it's a case of no, nah, I don't like. That. That's not going to work. Um, you know, if they sold a set of French curves or something like a flexi curve where you could bend it to what hmm. you wanted, that's, that's not a bad idea. A flexi curve guide where you could choose the shape because you could then just put it on the other side and, and trim around it. That's not a bad... Yeah, you, you spend the, 
whether it's a case that you spend the extra long time the first time to trim your beard and then you basically match the profile in such a way that when it then goes through it then that's just... right so the actual problem those of you who don't have beards but those of you who <laughs> have tried to cut someone's hair and i'm sure everyone has tried to cut someone's hair mm. is there's obviously the the scissor technique which on normal hair for long hair you would you know you copy what you've seen yeah. you pull the fingers up and you can use it as a rough guide and it works okay because your fingers are sort of straight just make mm -hmm. sure you don't cut your your knuckles and things like yeah. that that's sort of okay but like for most, let's say guys' haircuts, the sides are too short to use your fingers, so you end up using clippers. Clippers mm -hmm. have got, you know, number four, three, two, one, et yep. cetera, or zero as they are. Yep. Um, that's pretty easy to use, but then when you want to sort of flare it where it goes from short to long, you can do the trick where you take, let's say, a number two, but then you use a comb underneath it and you can, yeah. you can create a spacer and that's, that's all fine. It's very easy if you do that on someone else's head because you can use both your hands and you can see what's happening. Exactly. If you try and do that to yourself, and the problem with beard, is the hair is not like the hair in your head. It, it, mm. it isn't that perfect thing where if you were to use a comb, it all just sits there. Even when you wet it, it doesn't actually get wet like <laughs> no, your, no. your hair on your head. Um, it kind of stays the way it is. Yeah. So uh, the normal conventional way of, let's say, using a comb and pulling your beard hair out and then just using a clipper along it, that doesn't really work because the, the when you do that from the back, like if you start from your ears and work forwards, you can't actually see where your face is because yeah. the beard covers it. So now you have to judge from either the tips of your ears, but most people don't have perfectly symmetrical ears. No. Um, <laughs> so it is, it's an it's a interesting, interesting challenge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ears, I, I don't have symmetrical ears. I'm missing a chunk out of my one part of my ear. And I always have a habit of scissors of actually just nicking my earlobe. With yes. This is incredibly, yeah. not, not, not great, fun experience. But I think what we're coming down to is the problem is fundamentally visibility. It's a visibility issue. And so, if you're doing it on yourself, it's a coordination issue. So the visibility issue exists if you're trimming someone else's beard. Not that I've cut other people's hair, but I've never ever trimmed anyone else's beard. It's one no. of those things that you just, I don't know. No. Not it crosses a line. It crosses a line. Uh, yeah. Uh, a barber, sure, fine. Or, or hairdresser, yes. of sorts. Yep. Fair and fine. Uh, fine but also, why is it that you just don't go to someone who can cut your beard for you, Mr. Sheckman? Why is it that you are like me and do this <laughs> DIY thing? Oh. Part of it is number one, it's just that, you know, why pay 80 to 100 bucks for someone to do something which you can actually do yourself? And secondly, there's the challenge of trying to oh, get no, it no. right. No, no, exactly. Um, depending on how much time you have available um, and, and the, the event, the circumstance in which you are trimming your beard. Exactly. And, and I'm sure you are like me that there'll be a case of it irritates you for a few days and then there is that second where you tickle something and you realize it's happening right now right now it will be three o'clock on a sunday afternoon or four o'clock on a tuesday Stop morning it, yeah, it's yeah. like it is happening now <laughs> okay it is a, visib a, yeah. a visibility issues where else would you have let's say maybe off 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 the human being or else i mean obviously there are you know um medical procedures that's why doctors don't do their own open heart surgery because you'd have the same kind of visibility yes, issues yeah, there's yeah. no other issues um um, well, yeah, so where, where would you need to, I'm just trying to think, the first thought is anything on the back, um, you know, getting... Yeah, some... so I, I mean, a, a classic thing is if you are digging in the garden, as they say in England, yes. um, and you end up, let's say, reversing into something and you end up with, um, I do it quite frequently, um, a cut or a scratch on your mm. back and now it's a case if you want to make sure that you disinfect the thing and, yeah. and etc. Then there's a case of... If you don't think about it, you can kind of reach your arm all over your back without thinking about it. But now mm. when you want to say stick a plaster on it because you don't <laughs> want to get blood on your t-shirt, now it's a case of 
if you if you just go back and stick it on, it's going to be in the wrong place. You're yeah, going to get yes, the glue yeah, part over yeah. the wound. So then it's a case of if you then try and line up, you you now got the it's it's visibility which you can sort out using a mirror, but mm. then you've got the disorientation thing and that you don't do that every day. So you you'll you'll spend five minutes trying to get your hand into the correct yeah. place and think, okay, that's cool. Now let me peel the plaster off and then try it again. It's yes. actually quite difficult to do, and also it's uncomfortable to to do that sort of thing. And um, I think that's quite a good example because people do get uh, even putting your, the sunscreen on your own back. It's like, have you covered? Yeah, everything? no, 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 exactly. It's I mean difficult. That, that'd be an entirely different thing. Because what I'm thinking fundamentally is the mirror presents the problem because, as simple as it is, it's reversing the image. Yes. So get it to, and I, I don't know if you'd be able to have a mirror on its own unreverse an image i think you'd need to do you it need digitally. to do two mirrors or else you need a digital thing yes yes but so if, for example if you were to uh, perch yeah. your phone somewhere you could have it uh take a video and then spin it flip it around so then yes. it's a case of that that would probably be a lot easier and it helps to, your brain just coordinate and then, then it's it's in the same way you can plus without, you can then make a youtube clip of look how long <laughs> it took me to put a plaster on my back <laughs> I've got this unnecessarily complex camera set up. <laughs> You've mentioned something about your phone. Um, uh. Could you maybe use uh, something where if you were to take a picture, once you've trimmed a beard on the one side and you were to, let's say, take a picture uh, or a video of it, could you, do, could you do something where it could, could line up and it actually just pointed out by, if you took a picture of your face, it kind of lined up that, it matched your ear, your eye, your nose point, it, oriented the image and it was like this but is uh you know yeah this is what you're going to need to sort out on just, the left side that's what you know i mean my right thought side. was you get the one side right and it it mirrors the image overlays it as some kind of and shows you what to do and basically just shows you this is the outline of where you were yes trim a little bit more. that's actually really really good so it's it's the same as the let's call it the flexi curve type thing but mm. it's a more in a user-friendly uh, bulletproof type way yeah. Because the flexi curve would require you to manually line it on your ear and then, okay, now I have to go down to my jaw, then across, then down. Then when you line it up on the other side, you have to line it up with those same points to get the same pattern. Whereas digitally, yeah. it would do that and align it um, and you're, for you're, you. Uh, I was just thinking sort of like where you use it because you don't want to do this in front of your computer where you maybe got a bigger screen to look at it because you've got beard hairs. Or Hell no, beard, beard <laughs> hair is one of those things that you do this out in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah, because again, so that you can't wash it down the sink because it stays everywhere. Um, but I, I was thinking like a phone should have a big enough screen, you should be able to uh, do that. So it becomes more, the solution is really a, a software related. It's a software related thing, yes. Um, and obviously if you use the software and you trim your beard often, you'd eventually become quite good at it because yeah. it's a practice based thing. Um, not that you trim your beard every day, but it's one of those things that you know, sort of to prevent the uh, mustache from getting in your coffee, that's sort of maybe once a week, once every two weeks, and the beard is kind of once a month type thing. Yeah, to, mm. depending on how, you know, what its state is and things like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, Another um, thing is, uh, you know, so, like the hair on your head generally grows at the same rate all over the place, whereas beards are rather funny. <laughs> the hair under your chin grows like three times faster than everywhere else. Or oh, my case, on the right side of my chin grows three goes, times faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, but then the other case of visibility, I mean, there, there's back 
I mean, another one I have an issue with, I walk around barefoot at home quite a lot and I happen to get a lot of glass or thorns or something like that in my feet. Yes. And one of the things I also find quite difficult is that sort of limber thing of trying to rotate your foot. So you're looking nicely at your foot, underneath your foot. Yes. To get that needle to then dig out that nice piece of thorn or... That's true, yes. Um, Depending on where it is on the foot, yes, it's that bend your... It's your cow hoof story. It's the, do you go backwards or do you try to bend it forwards? Yeah. Um, Neither of us are yoga instructors, <laughs> no, no, just no. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, you could just say, I could just use your, your cell phone camera and then just, or, or, or set up and things and just move your foot there. But again, it's essentially you're creating a mirror and then you've got that whole coordination issue of line it up and, and you know, have your, your that, hands yeah, coordinated. Yeah. You want it where it's reversed in such a way where you basically disconnect um, so that you are looking at the screen, you're moving your hands. It's, to me, it's as though you're playing a video game. We're not thinking about what the controls are doing. Just... I think that's that's a key thing is that your brain is is pretty powerful in terms of even if you do have the reverse image, given enough time, oh, you yes, get yeah. used to it. Mm. And then if you go back to normal, then all of a sudden you're going to be a bit wonky until your brain is like, oh, we're back to normal world. We're not flipped yeah. uh, in, and, and inverted. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a problem. You don't really have that kind of issue except for things like splinters on your hands where you not only have one hand, but yeah. generally the tools that you use for a, plint, uh, for a splinter are like one-handed tools. Whereas for mm. things like on your foot, you typically have to use your hands to manipulate the skin to get it, exactly. the thing. So you, it's a two-handed job versus a one-handed job. Whereas on your hand, you can... Like if I've got a splinter in my middle finger, I can use yeah. my own thumb to help pull the skin and I can then use a tweezer. I can do that easily yeah. and it's right here in my face and I'm, I don't need a mirror for that. But you're right, for the foot, there's a well, more, although, more dexterity I mean, it, involved. It's proposing an interesting problem in the in line of, I mean, down You're going to suggest hole. use your other foot <laughs> to manipulate the skin I, I, and then I'm use thinking, two hands. I'm thinking of a person that, that doesn't have another arm or doesn't have the use of the other arm. That's exactly or, there, yes. Um, there. Uh, how would they... I mean, yeah, how, and let's say they're not paralyzed or anything like that, so they're not wheelchair-bound. Um, so let, let's jump into the beards. Um, do yeah. you use both your hands to trim your, your beard, or just one hand? Uh, I use both because it's a case of, especially around the cheeks, it's a case of pulling skin taunt to, to get certain lines and stuff like that, right? Yeah, that's right. And I find I, my left hand is completely uncoordinated, whereas you are left-handed and yes. maybe maybe a bit more ambidextrous to bit. me. But the thing is, like with clippers, I cannot use them in my left hand. So <laughs> to, to do it, it's like you, you can almost do it by feel. Like if you're cutting your hair, it's a case of the, the, the up is okay. But on the Ooh, beard, you've got, to reach, you've got to reach the clipper thing around. Now my arm is in the way of where I've yes. got the mirror. So now you're trying to trim, but neither now the viewing angle is it's not the same as it was on yep. that side. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the, I can see what I'm doing, but the angle is not different. Is the, is the cut the same? Um, so are you thinking of a system that mirrors your motion? So whatever hand is your dominant hand for doing it, trim on this side, it, <laughs> you have, you'd have to have two trimmers. But, or it just records it and then as you move it then provided well, you have to keep your head perfectly no, locked. No, I, I think the, uh, I think the <laughs> idea of the, of the, the image matching mm, is the yeah, correct probably, thing because then the it right, doesn't yeah. really matter where, how you see it, you can see what you need to do, Yes, uh, which would be a, an, a kind of infinite um, help, I think. Yes. And then going back to the, if you don't have a hand, how would you, you do something one-handed, getting a thorn out your foot? I'm worried about a robot gripping your foot and just ripping your foot off and walking away. No, that's, that's true. <laughs> Another thing is, you know, all, all little kids have had, you know, mommy or daddy pull, uh, or older brother or something like that, yeah. pull a splinter out. Generally, that tends to hurt much more than when you do it yourself. 
Oh yeah, and well, it's simply yeah. because how you know. Well, okay, I'm busy pulling a thorn out of your toe. Um, okay, well, like I, I need to push the tweezers in a bit more to get a good <laughs> yeah, grip. I, I know if I go a little, a little bit deeper, stop shouting. It doesn't hurt me whatsoever. It's my dad's Do you, want, do you want the Do you want the split <laughs> out or not? Type thing. Um, and then there's a case of if you do it yourself, you're 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 master of your own pain threshold. Um, and it's yes. a case of this is hurting, but I really need that thing out. I've made the decision based on... So, so you, you see it coming, like it's almost a, you, you're, you've tensed for it in a way, and it's exactly, almost exactly, embraced exactly, for it. Yeah. Um, are you saying that someone else pulling a, a thorn up, we've got to have a, like a needle system that as you go too far, it punctures them so I'm they I'm thinking can... about the person with one hand, where let's say they just couldn't, like they either couldn't reach it or also just couldn't do it, mm -hmm. and let's say there was some form of system for it, you, you wouldn't want it to hurt more than it should. But okay. if you can't do it yourself, the automated system or the um, assistance shouldn't be worse than if you try to do it yourself. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Yeah, so ha have monitoring of, I'm trying to think what's the best way to monitor pain. Would it be? It would be exactly the same issue as like, let's say, brushing, brushing your teeth. If you had some robot that did it for you, you wouldn't want it to <laughs> really scour the inside of your mouth and hurt you more than you might do yourself. Yeah, um, you, you you know you'd want it to be the same or better. What what we would call a competitor. A competitor is do the thing the same or better to some level. Exactly. Not do it. My my mouth is clean, but the gums have been stripped <laughs> off the teeth. It's definitely clean, but oh, you know you'll be bleeding for three days type thing. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. T teeth brushing is an interesting one. Flossing of teeth would be a third one. Working. Flossing with one hand is a very interesting thing. I mean, I've, and obviously they do sell those little kit tools where it's yes, like a yeah, little yeah. stick thing with, yeah. mm -hmm. with floss. Um, okay, that's, that's fine. A, one, 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 a person with one hand can do that sort of thing. And most of the other things you, you can do with one hand. But I think, you know, things which are a two-handed job, like the spreading of the skin on your foot and then um, yeah. getting a splinter out, that's an interesting, um, an interesting thing. And obviously in that particular case, we'd be talking about an able legged person but with uh, one arm yeah. sort of disability um, as opposed to someone that's in a wheelchair where the risk of getting thorns and splinters in your feet is quite minimal oh. it, it could happen i mean yeah. in, the, in the bedroom you do put your feet down there could be something on the floor which you get stuck in which case now how do you get get that out yeah. type thing um, and also people in let's say wheelchairs in the rural environment where they'd have to stand on the grass to then be put into the bus to go to town or whatever the case is there is definitely the risk of those sorts of things yes. where they couldn't do that sort of thing themselves mm. um, but I, I don't think uh, i mean some of these ideas that we've discussed today could be you know it's a quite nice uh, sort of project in terms of they're trying to help a human out on the kind of the fun side of things yes, but yeah. there's a big caution there in that um you know the, the solution of software that would probably that yeah. image processing thing is uh, I'd I'd buy that. Yes, yeah. I'd have to and buy a smartphone yeah. first, but then <laughs> so we know that that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll just go around with an I'll I'll be Captain Asymmetric Beard while you are Captain Symmetric Beard. That's quite simple. But I mean, then again, we are exactly the same sounding person, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, and uh, but there there the solution is uh, not let's call it mechanical engineering. It's or error, and, and yeah. that's it. Is it a problem? Yes. Does it need to be solved? Essentially, yes, you could motivate that, but it's it's just not your avenue to go through. So That's well right. You done. can't you can't turn this into an aero project with like this is now for the perfectly uber symmetrical pilot moustache, <laughs> and now it's an aero project because it's for pilots and it has to be cut with. And for the mechanicals, it's it's a submarine driver's beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> and, and yeah, the Aero, it's a DC3 engine, you know, with prop and stuff that you use to trim it because therefore it's Aero. Like, no. The blessed industrials would want to go and tackle Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies and milk, yes. Um, but I would say, as a sort of like a final wrap up to this, it is, you know, it's that whole thing of we started essentially with Lumberjack. And went down. Started with frisbees, okay. and then it actually, was garden yeah, hedges again yeah, stuck actually, in there. Actually, true. And yes, like all, all the way there, for which we identified problems at every single stage. Yeah. Um, some which we liked, some which we didn't, some which we stayed on and then moved on from. Let you know the idea is actually let yourself do that because that's when you find the interesting ones, and you then can come up with a list of problems to then select rather than. No, it must be frizzy. It must be something I can do with the frisbee. Yes, I know there's lumberjacks. I know there's garden trimming. But hang on, there is beards. Let yourself go down those tangents. Um, That's right. One that I've just thought of now is yeah. on a very rare occasion, simply because people don't practice this every day, and I've personally never, ever worn one. <clears throat> but should the need arise, and you need to wear a, a bow tie. Okay, yeah. Well, no one can just not just tie a bow tie themselves <laughs> because it's not like tying your shoelaces. Who ties? I mean, if you're tying shoelaces around your neck, often there are probably other problems. Yes. But yeah. um, in this particular case, you would try and do that in a mirror where you don't actually tie your shoelaces using a mirror. Mm -hmm. You see it as it is. Tr literally tr try and tie something and not by not looking. Watch your hands and go through. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible. And there's another one where something like video, which turns it the correct way around and kind of shows you that that one needs yeah, just, to go behind and then through okay i've gone but like a slow video like yeah there, exactly there, and it, it literally matches the shape of the i'd say it tie. tracks the, the the ends of your your ribbon so as you're holding it it tracks it and then basically you, you it's almost like follow. special effects where it's yes, got the yeah. end of the thing and it just it it, it superimposes where your fingers are and then it yeah. shows you okay dummy move your hand back towards your neck and then down and then okay now i'm going through then this one comes you could do that in fact i'd be in some ways i'd surprised if it doesn't like the the it's not an app i've ever actually used but i've got electric toothbrush mm. and you can get a bluetooth app with it and what it does is it tracks, it tracks. The, tracks the light on top to see how well you're brushing your teeth it doesn't work particularly well but essentially that that's software modifications more than yes. anything else um you, you you know you've got to look at it in terms of a solution would someone want a mechanical set of gripping arms to grip ribbons around your neck mm -hmm. that are, you know, it's taunt. It, it, there is a bit of a, um, a, a sort of stretch around your neck. Do, do you want to basically garroting you um, mm. in the process? And then the other way you got to counter is why not do you just get those what single piece um, bow ties? The elasticized ones that you don't have to do. This personally, what I've ever used. But that's to. the same equivalent to us not having beards. It's the elasticized, yeah. it's the clip on tie. It's just not cricket. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you're strapping a beard onto your face, that's not actually a beard. <laughs> well, um, with COVID, they could have been connected to the to the mask as well. <laughs> actually, a beard that looks like a mask, or a mask that looks like a beard, even better. That'd be, I mean, it's kind of pointless these days. But yeah, yes. um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Thank you for listening. Any suggestions as to how else you think it could be done? Let us know. Testingdesigns.com. Otherwise, thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers. We pick up brain upstairs. We'll definitely pick up that. Oh, that's actually for the second one. Yeah, yeah, the second one anyway. Um,
What are we going to do in this first one? I have no real idea. Let me just see what I've got noted down as potential. And either. Topics. I mean, I kind of start. I, I, I summarized what, what we were, were on the project, and then I started thinking about, like, I just started thinking about what you have to do for the mechanism. And it's like, it's actually not as simple as you think mm. because of the where it's, like, I thought the way that you elevate is something that comes out in curved sections and then locks to go straight up because of the space requirements. So it's like, I'll actually have to put my brain to this. Uh, um, I mean, because it is the design example I did with the third, the Max. Um, I wanted a, a keyboard tray that would go under a desk, but then also allow you to do a standing setup. So it's basically the same sort of thing. It's actually not the easiest how you get it to then fold up nice and neatly. Um, that's right, you can use a two bar, a two bar link but it has to be on the outside of the desk because it can't bloody well go through the desk. Um, or you have to use like some form of curved arm, but then it has to be variable radius almost, like a flexible thing. The way thing I was seeing the... it, like I saw it as two main examples. Either you have it in set positions where it's out yes. and then it's normal or it's out and up. Yes. Then the other side of the spectrum is basically like a spine where it can then basically pull out yeah. out of like a, a column and then it can just bend however you want. But that is not something where you just push it's it. It's clunky. And the other thing you could do is because it, because of whatever your rotation point happens to be, you can't have a variable rotation point because that's in what the hell do you have as a desk. But if you have a fixed point rotation, you could do it the way that they do with um, those multi-link music stands where the, the top thing is on something that rotates, but then you can vary the length. But mm. then for your keyboard, you have to make it that it, you don't want the pole to stick out here. No. The pole's got to go through the hinge exactly. to get the radius right. And that's now a thing of uh, friction thing. Okay, well, if we use this desk, I've got to loosen this one and loosen yeah. that one and check that it's straight. So it's actually not it as easy not as quick. you think. If it was roof mounted, and then you think if it was roof mounted, and then you want to move your desk one day, and it's like, yeah, no, no. Or, or, or use a different <laughs> desk or, or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so any of those motion things. So I think with that hinge thing, need to um after this this week's crazy with the lab thing but then i can yes. sit and, 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 uh, and test and and some stuff like that moment. um mm. what other topics do i have uh we're gonna do some we haven't done one about what the third years might do differently this year overall in terms of projects and are we tweaking things up we haven't done anything like that yet no we can talk about the third year we could because it'll be these ones are these end of april or these may already uh what their submission no, 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 then this one will come. Oh, out. this will come in May. So it's. So if we talk about semester two. Yeah, let's talk about, about the right time two. for that. Okay, yeah. fine, we'll do semester, semester two. That. Um, and then. I mean, uh, as a potential spitballing sort of thing, uh, a thing of how do you, as episode number two, uh, how do you rapidly or accurately trim a beard? <laughs> <laughs> because I've yet to get that one accurate. <laughs> yes, only takes three or four times. Yeah, and then um, there's also anyway. No, yeah, but yes. we'll, 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 let me get my lines up and going. Uh, right. 